The Chris Hahn Show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. This is The Chris Hahn Show. I'm your host, Chris Hahn. The truth is on the air, and truthfully tonight, America, I am live, and I am taking your calls at 631-451-1039, 631-451-1039. We're going to be talking about Trump and Putin and all of this nonsense going on, and where is Congress in all this? A lot, but first, let me just talk about my excellent adventure on the way here, because uh, I got a flat tire on the way here, blowing out. Made it here somehow, waiting for the tow to come get my car. Going to Uber it home tonight, America. You know, the roads here need some work. I don't know if it was, uh, I don't know if it was a, a nail or a pothole or what, but it's a pretty much a new tire. Blown out, Mike. Blown out. Very I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. The, the only thing I see people trying to, the company trying to fix roads right now is Domino's. Yeah. Have you seen the commercial? I've seen the commercial. If it wasn't the worst pizza on the planet, I, I might enjoy that commercial. Yeah, 2 a.m., not, not too bad. I don't think left, you know. It's but. really, you know, because I think the entire Northeast, the roads are a mess. It's not all, you know, we blame the people who maintain the roads, but it's not all. The winter has been bad the last couple of years. We yeah. haven't had a respite. In fact, they couldn't even start, you know, paving until like May this year because of the way it was. Uh, so there are a lot of potholes just everywhere on this island that we live on. I mean, everywhere. It's horrible. Like, if you have enough, drive a nice car, you know, you drive, you drive a nice car and it's low to the ground. Yeah. You, you literally got to do like two miles an hour I, on the back streets. I, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. But, you know, I have a good insurance company. They have roadside assistance. I won't mention who they are. They're not a sponsor, but they do a lot of good things. They got a little green guy that's their spokesman. There you go. <laughs> you know, used to have a caveman as their spokesman. So, you know, you, you can figure it out yourself, America. Uh, they'll be towing my car to my local station to get that tire fixed. But let's talk about uh, another flat tire this co- country's gotten the last couple of weeks. And again, America, I am live tonight. 631-451-1039 is the number if you want to be part of the national conversation. Get on the phone. 631-451-1039. You don't have to agree with me uh, to uh, get on the air tonight. But 631-451-1039 is my number. I got Janet Johnson joining me later on. And by the way, immediately following the show tonight, right from my Long Island News Radio studio, my flagship studio, I will be on the Ingram Angle at 10 o'clock, about shortly after 10 o'clock, 10.05. I get off the air here at 10, and at about 10.05, I'll be on with Laura Ingram on the Fox News channel tonight. And I'll also be on uh, Saturday night, uh, my regular slot back. I went to the Foo Fighters concert last weekend, didn't do Janine Pirro on Saturday night like I normally do. Went to the Foo Fighters. They were fantastic. Dave Grohl, uh, crazy good, crazy good. John Travolta was there for some weird reason. I don't understand it. Uh, I'm hoping that Dave Grohl is not becoming a Scientologist, but uh, John Travolta was there too. But I'll be back on Janine Pirro uh, Saturday night at 9.30. Ingram tonight, Pirro uh, uh, Saturday night, and then I'll be on a bunch of other times next week. Follow me on Twitter, at Christopher Hahn, if you want to know all my appearances. But let's talk about Trump and Helsinki, and Putin, and NATO, and all the nonsense that's been going on here the last couple of weeks, America, really the last couple of days. The president, the president had a meeting 
with Vladimir Putin. Now, America, we've been talking about Russian interference in the 2016 election for the past two years now. And we've been talking about how the president has basically been playing hear no evil, see no evil on it. And we've also been talking about how his own intelligence community, people who he has appointed, has been warning the president time and time again that they are intent on doing this again. (laughs) So when the president has a chance to confront Vladimir Putin, he does not say to him clearly and loudly in front of the entire world, uh, Mr. Putin, we know that you and your country interfered in our election in 2016, and if you do it again, there will be severe consequences for that action. No, instead, he does this press conference with Putin, which I'm sorry, America, I don't care if you support Trump or not. If you're a patriot of this country, you must be embarrassed by the way this man behaved on the world stage last week, not just in front of Putin, but at NATO. If you believe in the NATO alliance, which I do, I think it's kept the world safe. It's kept us free of Soviet, well, Soviet, Russian aggression, I trans, you know, uh, Freudian slip, I'm sorry. But I, I usually don't play clips this early in the show, but I've got to play the Trump press conference clip, Mike, um, because it really is the basis for all of my anger this week. So why don't you play number one for me? With the whole world watching, tell President Putin, would you denounce what happened in 2016 and would you warn him to never do it again? All I can do is ask the question. My people came to me, Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, He just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. And what he did is an incredible offer. He offered to have the people working on the case come and work with their investigators with respect to the 12 people. I think that's an incredible offer. The probe. So, America, he, he later in the week, and I'll play the clip later on about how he said, uh, no, I meant to say wouldn't. That's nonsense, America. He meant to say would. He's a liar and he's gaslighting this country. And it is time for good people on both sides of the aisle to demand that this man have some accountability, that we have checks and balances in our government. The second part of that statement where he says, oh, Putin had a great idea. Uh, He'll let our investigators go there and He wants to question some people on our side, too. This president is considering, has been considering, allowing Vladimir Putin, our adversary at worst, our enemy, I mean, our adversary at best, our enemy at worst, to question Michael McFaul, the former ambassador to Russia, in exchange for uh, Mueller going over there and questioning his generals. By the way, look, we don't have to question their generals. We know that the Russians were involved. We know that Putin ordered it. We know that they are coming back. Dan Coats, the director of national intelligence, who was appointed by Donald Trump to that role recently. The DNI has said the warning signs. He said this as recently as Friday. The warning signs are the same as they were prior to 9-11. They are blinking red. 
The Russians are coming for our election. The Russians are coming for our democracy. And we have a president who, because he benefited from that Russian interference, at least, look, that's the least bad reason for his behaviors, okay? That is the most innocent thing we can think of here. The president, because he has benefited, wants to close his eyes to this whole thing. Hear no evil, see no evil. He wants to pretend it didn't even happen. He wants to pretend that, oh, you know, they're not interfering. He was then asked before a cabinet meeting, a yelled question, Mr. President, do you believe the Russians are still trying to interfere with our election process? And he said no. And of course, Sarah Huckabee Sanders came out and lied and said that's not what he meant. America, it is very clear we cannot fully trust this president. We cannot trust that this president is going to do what's in the best interest of this country when it comes to dealing with Russia. When it comes to dealing with interfering in our elections, we do need Congress to get involved here. We need Congress to have hearings. We need Congress to hold the president accountable. But what we've got right now in Congress is we've got the majority, which is a bunch of sheep. They are a bunch of sheep, America, that do not wish to get involved in this process. That's what we got. We're not getting a sincere check here. We're not getting a Congress that is actually going to check this president. That's not what we're getting. We're getting a Congress. We're getting a Congress that is looking the other way. Yeah, they'll tweet out little statements. They'll make little, uh, you know, small, small steps. They'll take small steps to say small things. We need a hearing, America. We need a full-on congressional investigation of what is driving this man. What is driving this president to cower at the face of Putin? Now, I don't know if you like Donald Trump or not. I know most of my listeners here, I'm on mostly conservative radio stations around the country. I know that most of my listeners like Donald Trump. I know that most of you think Donald Trump's a great guy. Okay. At the very best, best case scenario, when he was in Helsinki with Putin, he looked weak. He looked very weak. He looked almost as if he was afraid of Vladimir Putin. His statements towards Vladimir Putin were weak. They were not strong. They were not direct. They were weak. He kowtowed to Putin. So, clearly, there's something going on here. I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is here. I don't know if the president, you know, feels he owes Putin some sort of gratitude for the assistance he gave in in the election, I don't know if it's because of all the financial deals that the Trump organization has with Russia. Or I don't know if it's because the president was fully aware 
of everything going on with Russia. And I don't want to go down that road, America. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I don't want to think for a minute that the president of the United States is somehow more loyal to Russia than he is to the United States and our intelligence service and our, and our allies around the world. But God, it sure seems that way. I mean, it was pretty clear to me the way he acted at the NATO summit, bashing NATO, you know, he can be real tough and strong. Don't tell me that he had a press conference with Putin. What's he supposed to do? Not be nice to him. He was bashing our NATO allies at NATO. But he goes to Helsinki and God, get down on your knees in front of Putin, Mr. President. Look, Vladimir Putin is a KGB colonel. He was once a KGB colonel. He is still a KGB colonel. He will always be a KGB colonel. Vladimir Putin is suggesting to the president of the United States, don't you think it would be a good idea? Don't they try to do it, Putin? Do you think it's a good idea? I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can do a Russian accent. Uh, Moose and squirrel must die. Oh, Mr. President. I got to go into my Rocky and Bullwinkle before I could do Putin. That's, I got to get there somehow. Oh, Mr. President. Don't you think good idea if your people come here and we question them too? And, and Donald Trump's like, oh, yes, that's an excellent idea. I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back to all the people. Hey, guys, come on. Are you still there? Are you still there? Are you still with this guy? You still believe that nothing happened, that there's no influence at all, no undue influence with Trump and Putin and Russia. There's no undue influence at all here. Like, it's just easy. It's just, you know, he's trying to make things right with Russia. He's trying to mend fences. Why? Like, what are we really worried about with Russia that we can't handle with a strong right hand? I mean, Russia's basically a gas station with nuclear weapons. They're not, they're, their economy is smaller than Italy. We have several states with bigger economies than Russia's economy. And by the way, we don't even really need their natural gas or their gasoline. We've got plenty of our own gasoline right here now. We've discovered it. And quite frankly, if we make more movement on clean energy, we might even have more. Are we worried about them as a nuclear power? Using aggression? Well, we have as many nukes as they do. They're never going to threaten us. They won't threaten our allies if we stand strong with them. President goes on Tucker Carlson on Tuesday and says, Ah, Montenegro, do I want to send my kids to die in Montenegro? Why? What is that? Why? Because it's called Article 5 of the NATO Treaty. You attack one, you attack all. It's what makes us strong. 631-451-1039. 631-451-1039 is my number if you want to be part of the national conversation. I'm live on a Thursday night. 631-451-1039 is the number. 631-451-1039. I'm also at Christopher Hahn on Twitter. At Christopher Hahn on Twitter. Don't forget, you can watch me immediately following this radio broadcast at 10 o'clock. Shortly after 10 o'clock, I'll be on The Ingram Angle uh, right from the studio. Cameras are setting up now as we speak. But 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039.
uh, to be part of the national conversation. I look, and I got Janet Johnson joining me later on. I mean, I was going to have um, what's his name come back. Uh, the uh, the wrestler, I forgot his name. He was supposed to be here last week. I was going to have him come back, but uh, I needed Janet this week, guys. I'm sorry. I needed Janet. I needed my political soul sister to be on the phone with me to kind of calm me down. I usually have to calm her down, but I am like, I am perplexed. I don't, I mean, I have been trying to say to my, I mean, I've been saying, look, there probably was collusion during the campaign. We know Manafort probably colluded, right? Manafort had all these ties to Russia. Manafort's in jail. I mean, could you imagine if Hillary Clinton got elected president right now and her campaign manager was in jail? Could you imagine that? Could you imagine the, the, the outrage on the right? I mean, people would be going crazy. But I've been trying to justify saying, oh, you know, it probably was some low-level campaign operatives colluded with Russia. They didn't know what they were doing. It's still espionage. It's still treason, America. But I don't know. After this week, you got to think that the president of the United States knows a lot more about it than we think. I don't know. We'll see what happens. 631-451-1039. I'm going to go to my biggest fan, Joe from Brookhaven. Joe, how you doing? Hey, what's happening? How are you? All right, Joe, after this week, come on. Be a little critical of the president. Not, a, not one bit. I'm the only I haven't talked to anybody. I haven't listened to all this hoopla on the radio. Not one bit. The man did everything correctly. I love him. You, you, think, love that, him you think that he's, you, 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 you think he looks strong with Putin? Listen, you know. No, what no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Answer, answer the question. It? Did he look strong? He was, well, up, standing up there after two hours, after what he went through all week. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. And I'm, I'm 20 years old. So you think he looked guy. weak? Let me tell you what happened. He went in the two-hour meeting. He sat down with Vlad. He said, hey, guy, mess with me again. I, I'm, we're going to war. Invade a country. We're going to war. We can have war of peace. I'll help you rebuild Russia. We're that's not the way it sounded at the press and conference. that's probably what went down in private. He now, said, he said, I don't understand. I don't know why he would have uh, done it. He said he didn't believe his own intelligence people. That's what he said. But who cares? What do you mean who cares? Well, it's I what the president said. Who? Right, uh, we right, don't know right, what happened right, behind the closed who? door because the president let's didn't want anybody did. to know. Chris, let's say he did. Who cares? I'm happy. Hillary's not president. I love it. I'll put a mouth in a medal. Joe, man. Joe, get over Hillary. Joe, you got a right. you got a problem. I think you were in love with I think you were in love with Hillary Clinton because yeah. you can't stop talking about her. You can't stop thinking about her. You can't stop talking about her. Okay, get no, over you it. Brought it up. You brought it up. I didn't bring it up. I didn't mention Hillary up. once. I'm just asking right, you the question. Not- was the president strong? The answer is no. At the very best, the president was weak. At his worst, he committed treason. That president's got cojones. He's the one who The president there. got rolled. He got no, rolled he by Vladimir Putin. He offered to turn over our diplomats to the Russians. I don't blame them. You don't blame them? If they did a crime, send their asses off. Oh, my God. All right, Joe, thanks for your your call. Watch your language. 631-451-1039. The President of the United States offered to send our intelligence officers and our diplomats to Russia for questioning. America. 
America. At the very least, Congress needs to investigate this. At the very least, there need to be hearings. There need to be hearings right now. If Congress is not going to do it, call your congressman now. If he is not going to call for hearings, elect somebody who will. It's a travesty. It's a shame. It is an absolute nightmare. It's got to stop, America. It's got to stop. This president needs to be held accountable. All right, 631-451-1039. I'll be taking your calls on the other side of the break. You're listening to Chris Honcho. Keep it where it's at, America. Chris Han Show. All right. I'm back. I'm live. I'm taking your calls at 631-451-1039. That's 631-451-1039. If you want to be part of the national conversation, pick up the phone and give me a call, 631-451-1039. A little later on tonight, I got Janet Johnson from Headline News joining HLN. I keep calling it Headline News because I'm an old man. I remember what it was called, Headline News. It's HLN. She'll be joining me a little bit later on, uh, top of the hour, but I'll be taking your calls till then, 631-451-1039. And you can tweet at me, at Christopher Hahn on Twitter, And don't forget to watch me immediately following this broadcast at 10 o'clock, shortly after 10 o'clock, right from this studio. I'll be doing a little Fox News uh, with Laura Ingram at 10 o'clock. I'll be talking about Russia because what else is there to talk about, America, but Russia and treason. I mean, I hope it wasn't treason. I hope it wasn't treason. I, I, I don't want to think that the president of the United States committed treason, America. I don't want to think that for a second. What is going on with this man, though, and Putin? What is going on? I mean, we've got to ask this question to ourselves tonight. We've got to ask the question. The president goes and stands with Vladimir Putin and basically says what our, my intelligence guys are saying is, is wrong. Putin says he didn't do it, and I don't see why he would do it. 631-451-1039. I'm going to go to Terry from Patrick. I haven't heard from Terry in a while. How you doing, Terry? Yeah, hi, Chris. I miss you, Terry. How you been? Oh, I haven't been well. I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. Um, When this happened uh, the other day, I thought, oh, my God, I must listen to your show. I want to see your reaction (laughs) to all this. Um, I think that he's just exhausted. He looked really, just really physically exhausted on that podium with uh, Putin. Well, he, he looks like a weak leader. Is what no, he looked like I to me. Just, well, the other when they had these big meetings over there on the other side of the world with all these 
world leaders, and they all had those fancy shirts on. Yeah. And he looked. He looked well and strong, Ter- shaking Putin's hand. Terry, he just came from he-, he just came from playing golf for two days at his own luxury resort in Scotland. He was in Scotland at a resort well. he owns. He spent two days playing uh-huh. golf, and right. then he flew over to Helsinki, which is not that far. It's like flying to Chicago. He flew over to Helsinki, and and well, did, did, did this car. So I mean, if he was exhausted because he played too much golf, I mean, like. <laughs> I, I, well, he went to see the Queen. What was he? He went to see the that? Queen, and then he went and played golf for two days. The okay, whole well, London and and Brussels. He'd been in Europe for about a week and a half, and it's not like he goes to Europe <laughs> like I go to Europe and I sleep on people's floors, you know, and, and out of a suit. Not that I haven't been to Europe, I got to go. But it's not like he he travels a little better than I do. You know, he's only got to carry his own bag. He's the president of the United States. He's got a plane with a bed on it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he felt well that day. I don't know. He didn't look well to me. Does that excuse um, him from saying know. that? To, you know, look, let's just take the part where he may have committed treason out of it. And let's talk you know, about the fact yeah. that he was talking about domestic politics in a nasty way in front of another world leader. Like, what is that? No, that wasn't that wasn't good. I know. I, I was disappointed with all that. I am. I don't know how you couldn't have been. It's just bad. I am. I am. It's, and then he's trying to fix his word about wouldn't and you know it was almost embarrassing watching now that. terry i don't know if you have children but like i have one yeah yeah but it, when your child i don't know how old they were but when they were young my children is about my child is about your age okay so so what i'm saying is when your child were young if they would have made that excuse to you two days later by the way not like immediately after two days later how would you have taken that i don't know you wouldn't have you wouldn't have believed them, Terry. <laughs> Terry, you would not have believed them. I thought it was the same. I thought it was the day after. You would not it have like believed it. With Putin, and the next day was in the White House. Terry, like, Terry, 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 Terry. There's no way you would have believed that. We know that's like telling the teacher your dog ate your homework. It's a lie. He lied to the American people. It's so yeah, bad. So some other people did. It's so, so bad. Terry, thank you for your call, no, okay? I'm, oh, okay. Thank Take you. Take care. 631-451-1039 is the number, guys. 631-451-1039. Uh, look, he lied to the American people. At the very best, at the very best, he's weak. At worst, He's committing treason somehow. I don't know, you know, I, I don't know if that I want to go all the way to that scale, but you don't know. We need hearings. 631-451-1039. Let me go to Dennis in Riverhead. Dennis, you're on the air. Hey, Chris, I would love to talk about our treasonous president. The <laughs> fact that anybody would still support him after all of this is just, it, it's, uh, it's cult-like. He's a cult follower. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm all the way to treason, but there's something up, right? There's something up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm poking a little bit, and I, I'm having fun with it. And, and I'm a guy. Listen, I, I think we lost Dennis from Riverhead. He's in his car. Right. Dennis, we lost you there. Uh, yeah. No, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Yeah. You Make your point so, quickly like, before I, your I, cell phone dies. Right. No. Okay. So uh, I'm I'm a I'm a Hillary hater myself. I called you a bootlicker hers one time, and he got mad at me. <laughs> so, but the fact that people are still deflecting onto Hillary Clinton, God, I I am I was wrong about Hillary. That's why I hate Donald Trump so much. He makes <laughs> me wish 
and pray and 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 and, and want to turn back time and have Hillary Clinton as my president. Oh my God! God, he's the worst. Dennis, I'm getting goosebumps hearing that. I'm getting goosebumps hearing that. For a guy who hated Hillary, yeah. called me a Hillary bootlicker to say he wished she was president. Wow. Maybe we've turned a corner. That That's a good thing to hear. I don't know how, look, Dennis, I don't know, look, I don't know how anybody could defend him. I don't know how Congress could just roll over and be a bunch of sheep for the guy. It, it's This is something that needs to be investigated. If, this was, if Hillary Clinton had done that, my friend Sean Hannity would have lost his mind. He would have lost his mind. He would have jumped out of his plane. Anyway, Dennis, thanks for your call. Thanks for your call. 631-451-1039. 631-451-1039. That's the thing. I mean, that's, that's a guy who called me up to criticize me, to say that, you know, I was a Hillary bootlicker about eight months ago, maybe a year ago. And he's like, he saw what happened on Monday in Helsinki and then, and then everything this week. Oh, oh, by the way, and you know what I haven't mentioned yet tonight? The president invited Vladimir Putin to America. He's coming to the White House in September. He's doubling down on I don't know why he would have. I know he said I wouldn't. This is what happens with President Trump. Okay. Remember when he had the, remember the Access Hollywood tape where he talked about grabbing the women by the you know what? Not allowed to say the what. Well, remember how he apologized that night? It came out like like at 11 o'clock. It was like a prison confession kind of thing. Looked like a hostage video. Well, by the end of the week, he was saying, oh, come on. It's locker room talk. Give me a break. Well, you know, he had this whole thing. The wood. I, I don't know why he would have. He changed it to the double negative. I don't know why he wouldn't have. And now he's back to, I don't know why he would have. What are you talking about, America? He's our friend. I'm making friends with him. We're going to have a good relationship. It's going to be great. Why? First of all, he's a killer. He kills his political opponents. He kills the press. By the way, all you gun nuts out there, and I know there's lots of them, all you love the Second Amendment, no Second Amendment in Russia. Okay, we just arrested a Russian spy who had infiltrated the NRA. I can't wait to get to the bottom of that story, America. I can't wait. I can't wait till we find out that a lot of the $30 million that the NRA pumped into the 2016 election came to them from the Russians. How are they going to react to that? How are they going to react to that? 631-451-1039 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039 if you want to be part of the national conversation. A little later on, in about uh, 15 minutes or so, I got Janet Johnson from HLN joining me. We're going to be talking about this. And uh, don't forget to watch me right after this show, 10 o'clock. I'll be on uh, The Ingram Angle uh, with Laura Ingram at 10 o'clock on Fox News Channel, 10.05-ish, I think I'm hitting. 631-451-1039 is my number if you want to be part of the national conversation. 631-451-1039. I am live on a Thursday and taking your calls and having some fun. But I'm scared. I'm terrified. I am, I am, look, guys. You know I'm not the biggest Trump fan. I have never been the biggest Trump fan. I wished him well when he got elected. I said, go ahead. You're the president now. We're going to all come together. Hope you do the right thing. He has never once reached out across from the base that supported him. Never once has he ever, ever 
reached across to people other than his base. I've been following this uh, Mueller thing very closely. And I have always thought that we were going to find out that members of the campaign got some information from Russia, maybe Don Jr. in that meeting. We know about Paul Manafort. I've talked about it before. But I didn't think it was going to go all the way to the president. I don't know that I believe that anymore. I don't know that anybody in this country could believe that anymore after what we saw this man do this week. I don't know how you could possibly think for a second. I don't know that you could possibly think for a second that there's no there there. At least you've got to want to know. You've got to have reasonable suspicion at this point. I'm not saying you know beyond a reasonable doubt. I don't know beyond a reasonable doubt that this president is being somehow manipulated, not necessarily controlled, but being manipulated, at the very least being manipulated by Russia, whether it's because of his financial dealings or whether it's because of something with the election or whether they're, you know, you know, the dossier says they have video evidence of him doing something. Quite frankly, America, I don't know that that would shock us all that much. I don't know that that would shock us. The guy slept with the porn star. His numbers went up when we found out about it. I don't know that seeing him in a room with two prostitutes peeing on a bed is going to, I don't know that that's going to shock this country. Got to be worse than that. Doesn't it have to be worse than that? What has he got? How do we, how do we find out? Well, we have a branch of government, government called the Congress that has subpoena power that can bring in witnesses to testify and can demand documents. Well, why don't they? Why don't they do that? Why don't they do their job? Federalist 51, you know, I, I've been talking about the, you know, the Federalist societies out there and they like to talk about Federalist 70, about the judiciary and no Federalist society. The, uh, the Federalist paper that matters the most in this country is, this, is the Checks and Balances Federalist, Federalist 51, Ambition Counteracting Ambition. I don't know that we have any ambition going on right now in the Congress. I, I think they're just saying, he's our guy. We're going to have to support him no matter what, because if we don't support him, we're not going to win. We got to support him no matter what. That's what they believe right now. I, I don't, I don't know how they think that 20 years from now, when history writes this chapter of our story, I don't know how they think that they're going to be remembered favorably. Like, what do they think is going to happen? They're going to hold the majority still because they don't, the, the people of this country are going to demand a Congress that at the very least will hold this president accountable. Uh, and again, I'm not ready to shout impeachment from the rooftops. I know there are a lot of people on the left that want to say impeach, impeach, impeach. We have to have evidence of a crime, okay? A real crime before we say impeach. Now, I get it. He's using the presidency to promote his hotels, to promote his golf properties, 
to even enrich his golf properties by bringing the Secret Service there. They have to pay the fees. It's just America. I get it. The emoluments clause, we've talked about it. But I want to know what happened with Putin. I want to know, look, how, how anybody thinks it's okay for the president of the United States to sit in the room with Vladimir Putin alone. Alone. No, inter- no, no note taker. No director of national intelligence. No national security apparatus. No secretary of state. No ambassador. By the way, and doing this a couple of days after the special counsel indicts 12 Russians for interfering in our election. How does anybody think this is okay? How could we possibly think that this is okay, America? How are we not right now demanding answers from this man? How do we let Sarah Huckabee Sanders go to that podium day after day after day after day with the White House seal on it? With the American flag, with the seal of the President of the United States, which seems to mean something in this country, go to that podium and lie every single day. Tell me, tell me, America, tell me, America, how that is normal. How we shouldn't be demanding answers. How we shouldn't be looking to Congress to do its job right now. Now, I know that all day long on the stations you hear me on, people have been saying, oh, the left-wing media has gone crazy. The left-wing media is blowing this out of proportion. I'm sorry. There are a lot of people on the right who don't think this is so good. A lot of people on the right that think that this is crazy time and that the president needs to show there needs to be some accountability for the president right now. A lot of people, it's not just the left, America. It is not just the left. So where's the accountability? 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451 is the number. I got Janet Johnson coming up in about five minutes. Uh, I got a few more minutes to take some calls. I'll take your calls at the bottom of the hour as well. 631-451-1039 is the number if you want to be part of the national conversation. At Christopher Hahn on Twitter. At Christopher Hahn. And I'll be on the, uh, the Fox News channel immediately following this show. I hope I have a voice left. After doing two hours of radio and getting a flat tire on the way here, I hope I can still talk. I think I'll be okay. I only got to talk for four minutes Maybe part of four minutes on Fox News, right? Five minutes. Who knows? She keeps me around a little longer. Laura likes fellow radio personnel. You know, she likes that radio thing. She knows that we could go on and on and on and on and on. But I mean, let me, let me, let me throw another nugget at you for how dysfunctional this president is. The DNI, Mr. Coates, was at the Aspen Ideas Festival today being interviewed by a reporter. And the reporter informed him of the president's invitation to Vladimir Putin to come to the White House in September. The president's DNI did not know that the president of the United States had invited our 
biggest adversary on the world stage, somebody that the DNI has to keep his eye on all the time, the president of the United States. The DNI did not know that Vladimir Putin was coming until he was asked about it by a reporter. How is that good? How is that normal? How are we going to let that continue, America? How are we going to allow this to continue? I I mean, somebody's got to be asking real questions of this president. They've got to be asking real questions and demanding real answers. Not Sarah Huckabee Sanders gaslight questions, lies, uh, let me, let me mince, not mince words, America. Lies every single day. Lies. Somebody's got to ask real questions and demand real answers. And I don't think Congress could call the president to testify, but he could call everybody that's around the president to testify. Every single person, every single one of them. And of course, he'll claim privilege and there'll be a big fight. But these are issues that need to be addressed immediately. These issues need to be addressed immediately, America. Because I, I don't know, I don't know where this ends. I don't know how this ends. I mean, usually when we have these kinds of emergencies, we, we look to the president for guidance. We can't look to the president for guidance here. The president's the emergency. The president is the crisis. Right now in America, the president is the crisis. And I don't know if it's real or not, but you gotta be suspicious at this point. You gotta be suspicious of this man at this point. If you're not, there is something wrong with you. You know, you're a sheep. Somebody needs to shave your coat off for, uh, you know, for, for a sweater. All right. I got Janet Johnson joining me on the other side of the break. And I'll be taking your calls at the bottom of the hour. At 631-451-1039, this is the Chris Hancho. I'll be right back. Ignore everything else you heard today and listen up. The Chris Han Show is on the air. All right, I'm back. I'm live. I'll take your calls at the bottom of the hour at 631-451-1039. You can also tweet at me, at Christopher Hahn on Twitter. Don't forget to watch me at 10.05-ish on the Fox News channel right after this broadcast tonight. And I'll be on again Saturday night with uh, Janine Pirro, my regular slot at uh, 9.30 on Saturday. But joining me now is my political soulmate, uh, my political soul sister, as I like to call her, uh, Janet Johnson. You can see her on HLN every Saturday morning and, and other times during the week, but every Saturday morning generally. And of course, you can follow her on Twitter, at Jay Johnson Law. She is a favorite of the Chris Hahn Show. She's definitely a favorite of mine. Janet Johnson, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I mean, I'm whiplash. You know, what are we going to talk about? It's such a slow <laughs> news week. I, I just don't know. Well, I figured we'd start with puppy dogs. <laughs> then we talk about like rainbows and unicorns, and, and then maybe we'll talk about treason a little bit, a little or we could just skip to treason. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's surreal. It is just you know. First of all, I don't know how you do all the things that you do, but I'm glad you do because obviously 
you know, you're on Fox a lot. And Somebody's got to go into the arena. Somebody's well, got to go into the lion's den. That's me. Well, and they're, you know, they have to, you know, as a criminal defense lawyer, you know, I have to make arguments sometimes that don't make any sense, but I have to argue they didn't really prove it beyond a reasonable doubt, even though there's a video of right. a client committing the crime. You know, I come up with tortured explanations. I mean, in this case, the logical explanation, you know, you'd have to really work hard to negate the idea that this man is a Russian asset. I mean, there isn't, it's, it's like, the most likely thing right now. So I'm like thinking a couple things. I'm like, well, Russian assets, the absolute worst, right? It's the absolute worst. And even if you don't like Donald Trump, it would be so bad for this country that yeah. you don't want to believe that that's what it is. You don't want to, but. Uh, but it might be true. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not I, saying. Right. I, I, so, I think it's the odds on favorite. Right yeah. Now. Then you got to think, okay, he's got a lot of money deals with Russia. Maybe they got a lot of money on him. They're controlling him because of the money. The least thing that I'm worried about is this P tape, because let's face oh, it, Janet, awesome. nobody's going to care if they see this guy. I mean, they, they, we already know he sleeps with prostitutes. So like. What are we? What are we talking about here? Not prostitutes. No, no, no. It's it's like you know. This is where I look at fellow Democrats and think, you know, P tape. Uh, you know, that's like the three hundredth worst thing he's done. I mean, right. this week. You know, right. he's his charity. You know, lest we forget, his charity is being prosecuted. You know, civilly as a slush fund that isn't really a charity. And we find out today, which you and I knew. It had all of the earmarks of a criminal charge. Right. I mean, it's obviously a criminal charge. Right. And, you know, that doesn't even register. You know, buried on A16 of the New York Times is that story. Right. You know, it, he's, you know, people urinating on the bed that right. Obama slept His in. His campaign part- manager's in jail. Yeah. In jail. And this woman that they arrested on Monday. That Maria Butina, that is quite a story. Let me tell you something. That's going to bring down the NRA. This is going to be the, this is the thing that kills the NRA. Because but I, I don't see how it just kills the NRA because the, the NRA, you know, we've, and maybe this is all a Russian thread that runs throughout because right. the, the connection with the NRA, the conservatives, the Tea Party, you know, the Dana Rohrabacher, the, yes. you know, all of these people. And then all of a sudden they also, not only do they love guns, they love Russia. Right. It's, I mean, I don't see... I mean, don't they understand that there are no gun rights in Russia? Well, you know, I actually saw a headline in a, you know, I don't know if it's the Washington Post, it was a legitimate, you know, newspaper saying gun rights act, Russian gun rights activists. The word rights in Russia are never used in this. And activists. Right. I mean, maybe Pussy Riot. You know, maybe. Right. But... It, you know, it, it's nonsense to even have believed it. It's almost like a Sasha Baron Cohen, you know, skit. I, I feel like we've been gaslighted for the last two years, and yeah. I'm tired of being lied to. And yeah. I don't know how anybody who supports this guy cannot, at the very least, understand that they've been lied to. I mean, this week it was very clear. Like, it was a clear lie. I meant to well, say wouldn't. Yeah. And, yeah. It's Unless like a, the dog Lucio. ate my homework. People keep it. It's like a nonsense. If my child said that to me, I'd be like, are you kidding me? And by the way, you're telling me two days later? <laughs> it took you that long? Right. No, I mean, this was the best Marshall you could Rubio come up with? And- I mean, even if, even if you want to respect his skill, that's the best lie he could come up with. <laughs> and the lie makes no sense because when you put it, first of all, in the context of 
everything he's ever said and everything he said that day, and him standing on a stage nodding and agreeing with everything Putin's right. saying, and the fact that he thinks that he agrees these people attacked us and thinks they should be involved in, in, in right. investigating oh, who attacked us. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to really torture yourself again. He had a great, and, the president's and, like, he had a great idea. He had a great idea. He had a great idea. He teased it. Like, I'm like, oh, what's the great idea? What's the great idea? I'm thinking, oh, Putin's going to turn over his generals. He's that confident that they won't talk, which, you know, because they won't talk. It's not what are they going to do? Go say, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Instead, no, it's even worse than that. It's like, it's like, oh, come to Russia. Oh, and by the way, bring Mike McFall. Let us question him, too. Yeah, and, you know, we thought about that for a day or so, and, you know, maybe, uh, maybe not. And maybe now, you know, like that. the president, I don't even think he's with the wouldn't anymore. He's invited Putin to the White House in September. It's, well, it, it, which also contradicts the I know that they attacked our democracy. Right. By the way, yeah. and, and if you're a House Republican right now, you looking forward to that? Like, at least this might die right down by September, but like, right. that's right going to be right in the middle of the election. No, it's probably during our little parade, right? Which costs, you know, as much as, you know, part of the Mueller investigation. I mean, right. the right. idea that we're saving money, we're having this military parade. Right. I, I, I mean, Republicans, obviously, unless they are also the ones that are also on the take from Russia, you know, the, the Jeff Flakes, who obviously doesn't matter anymore, the, you know, McCain's, who's, you know, I, we have to say days are limited. Right. And those guys that are the last of the possible patriots, um, they're going to be horrified, but you already see people starting to, you know, there are these memes of here's Hillary who said something nice once about Russia. Well, yeah, not when Putin was president. Right. right. You know, I mean, they're already trying to normalize everybody uh, meddles in elections. Do you, do you know That's how many times people have responded to a tweet that I've sent out with a picture of Chuck Schumer with Vladimir Putin? What and, is, you know, what's the background of that? I, I, can I, I, I was there, by the way. I worked for Chuck. I was at that event. Okay, so tell us, because... It, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it was. Donut. It was 2003, yeah. where, you know, we were still kind of in that post-communist afterglow. Putin had been president for like a year. Mm-hmm. And Luke Oil, which is the Russian gas giant's United States name, was opening up their United States headquarters in New York. And Chuck Schumer did a press conference with Putin at a Luke Oil gas station, and they were eating donuts at the gas station. And I get that picture tweeted at me all the time, and I was there. And it's such a stupid thing. We spent 35 seconds with them. It was the cover of every paper because it was a big deal, but they weren't yet. It was 2003. Remember how in 2012 we all laughed when Romney said the Russians are our biggest global political threat? Uh, I know they get a lot of mileage out of that, too. You right. Know? And, you know, this idea that it, it was before our election was hacked. And, you know, almost to me as bad as the election hacking, it didn't happen to us, but the passenger jet that right. killed, you know, I mean, 298 civilians, that all they were doing was flying on a plane. Right. You know, I mean, the, the list, yes, maybe you can have conversations with people who do awful things, but you don't have to, you know, embrace them i mean the tossing of the soccer ball oh i mean look if 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 the world cup was in like france and macron had done that i would think nothing of it but it was just is just enough i've had no it's it's it it, the, the whole thing was treasonous and to have him stand on stage 
and talk about our ambassador, to talk, you know, about Bill Broder, who's the the, the reason why we have the sanctions. Who's, right. You know, I mean, it it was all of this disgusting propaganda. And, you know, to begin with, to have a conversation with no other Americans in the room. I, I'm blown away by that. I mean, these are the kind of things that, like, if we had a real Congress that was right. doing its job, right. that Congress would investigate every aspect of this trip, from the NATO summit where he was a complete idiot, to Helsinki, to the fact that he was playing golf, you know, in Scotland at his own place, like all the money were being spent, being spent at Trump properties yeah. on our dime. Like yeah. Congress, if this was Hillary Clinton and like oh. the Clinton Foundation was sponsoring, she was going to Clinton Foundation, these guys would be losing their heads right now. If, if, if Hillary Clinton's campaign manager was in jail for conspiracy against the United States of America, could you imagine Sean Hannity's opening monologue every single well, night? It, and this is what not only infuriates me about Congress, I have to say the New York Times, you know, is maybe not compromised, but they act like it. I mean, how do we have front page? We're reopening the useless email investigation, but, you know, the Trump stories are are buried. They're just not treated like breaking news. They're not. They're not treated well enough. I think that they are so concerned about people seeing them as biased. That they are letting that get to them. And, you know, you don't see the New York Post feeling that way. You don't see you, no. know, you don't see Fox or Mediate or any of these places feeling that way. It is a... No, I feel they're biased. They're biased for Trump. I mean, I don't need page after page on Melania's clothing. And, right. I mean, it's, you know, they bury the, the Trump, you know, charity scandals in the business or New York section. It's, it's, it's breaking it's, news. It's nonsense. News. It's absolutely. By the way, I'm talking to Janet Johnson. You can follow her on Twitter, at Jay Johnson Law. You can watch her on HLN. She's on every Saturday morning. Uh, you can hear her on the Chris Hunt Show. I have her on like once a month because I can't live without her. She's, she's, my, <laughs> she's basically my, uh, my political uh, soul sister. We have very much in common here. It's, uh, it's a, it's, she's the other half of my brain sometimes. She's, she's fantastic. But you must have a lot of people. I mean, you know, you're on Fox. And Fox has turned a little this week. I mean, there's been moments of Fox, I think. It's, there have it's been, been moments a- of clarity on Fox this week. Yes. And there always yeah. are moments of clarity. Of, look, when I'm on, it's a very clear moment. Right, uh, right, right. And, you know, and, and I, always, you know, I always say I go on Fox because if I could convince like 1% of the right. Fox audience that I'm right, I've right. done better than most campaigns. Well, you know? and, and I do think people, you know, I know there's this penchant for running around the country going to diners and talking to Trump voters, which no one ever talked to me after Obama won. I never got asked, like, you still like him? Is it yeah. still, you know, but I know that that happens a lot. But I've talked to people in Florida, you know, lately, all over the state, you know, not just in Jackson. I lived in, in a very red part, but all over Florida. And, you know, Trump voters, first of all, they didn't, they didn't even know what they were voting for. They didn't know about right. the scandals. Right. I've had people say, wow, I never heard that before. Well, right. yeah, you're watching Fox. And now they're, you know, I had a guy the other day say, if he wouldn't talk and put his foot in his mouth and he wouldn't tweet, and I said, if he didn't do all that, he'd be Barack Obama. I mean, he wouldn't be Donald Trump. <laughs> right. And I said, wouldn't you like to have one night where you go to sleep, maybe a couple of days where you're not even thinking about who's president, like you forget? Yeah. Remember you know, how when Obama was president, we never worried about what nonsense he was going to do? Right. You just had like a, no politics, no. Right. And he the, actually of everything that I, you know, argued with this guy, he said... 
you know, yeah, that was nice. I would like to live like that again. It's, That's a, a selling point to not having this guy crashing our democracy. The problem is, is that's going to be the Republican argument for the midterms. Do you want to have two years of impeachment hearings? Because far too many Democrats are leading with impeachment in their campaigns. Uh, and it's just got to be checks and balances, right? I'm, I'm conflicted on that because, you know, you also see, you know, progressives who are angry. I just had someone on Twitter, you know, John Kerry came out with a very strong condemnation of of what happened in Russia or over Russia. And I had someone say, he has no gut. Like, you know, to say John Kerry has no gut (laughs) is blasphemous. I don't even know know why they would say that. Because, you know, it's that sort of Bernie... You know, they're just not. They're not. You know, they're not real enough. people. I don't believe they exist. I believe. Well, there's it a is. lot of that. There's I believe there's fake. That, was in, the indictment. that yeah. was in the last week's indictment, not the Maria Butina indictment, the twelve soldiers indictment. That they were, you know, after the convention, they were afraid the Democrats would coalesce around, uh, you know, Hillary, and they started. They liked the tension, and they thought that's the only way they can win. Yep. I mean, Bernie is you know, suspicious to me as well, I have to say. They liked Bernie. They were helping Bernie. And, uh, you know, I never really saw the appeal of Bernie that all of these millennials would fall in love with this, you know, schlumpy guy. Well, he kept saying, I'm going to pay your college loans. I'm going to pay your college loans. By the way, I still have student loans from my law school days. I still have them, okay? And I'm 46. Well, that's because Bernie's not president. Right. If Bernie would he he have paid mine, I mean, I don't think, I think my income's too high, so I'd still be paying it. You know, it's I think he just promised it across the board. I think everyone, you know, Hillary writes in in What Happened, which is really good. I don't know if you ever ended up reading it, but it's really good. I I still have to read the Comey book that you sent me. I still have to read that. They're both really good. They're both really good. Although, you know, Comey. Uh, yeah, I have issues with James Comey, as I'm sure you do. But Hillary, you know, has these anecdotes, sort of like uh, a, a comparison, a story about uh, all of the things he would promise. And you know, he'd say, everyone gets a pony. And right. Say, well, yeah, that's great, but how are we going to pay for ponies? And he'd say, Hillary hates ponies. Right. You know, that was the sort of the dynamic. And I, and I guess we're, truth is never going to be part. And he's of out there campaign. today saying that he's going to run for president again. That's oh, who saying. doubted it? I, yeah. I was, yeah, I thought he would. It's crazy. But I don't think he's going to have, first of all, well, it depends if we have elections in 2020. We'll have we them. Not, we'll, we'll have, have them. Some, we might have the, the Putin kind of election where, you know, Trump gets 98% of the vote. Right, 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 right. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, is there, so is there any hope, you know, there, Congress is not funding the secure election, you know, the Democrats today tried to get money to fund, you know, election right. security. Right. They vote that down. The cybersecurity experts that were employed by the White House are no longer work there. They've eliminated that division. I mean, we're all agreeing, I guess, now, now not, 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 whatever, the double negative. We're all agreeing that Russian meddled and they're still doing it. It's and amazing. We're not doing anything about it. It's amazing to me. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely I mean, that amazing. alone is, you know, treasonous on the part of every Republican I, who isn't doing anything. I mean, I, I don't know how these guys sleep at night. Like, aren't they concerned about how history is going to view them in 20 years? Well, there's I, a little bit of that messianic, you know, will be dead. You know, it's the anti-environment right. you know, kind of attitude. Who cares? We're dead. You know, we, we'll have our money. We'll have our children will have money because there won't be an estate tax. I mean, these guys know. have sold their souls. 
for a couple what of there was judges. To begin with, yeah, you know? what they yeah for a couple of judges and well, some tax reform I, and a couple of laws that make the environment weaker. I mean, I I don't I don't get it. Well, definitely tax. The tax issue obviously was a top line, you know, issue. But you know, a lot of progressive and even Republicans, you know, Roe versus Wade. I think is it seventy percent agree that there should be legal abortion. Yep. Uh, and people have convinced themselves that it's sacrosanct and it will never be overturned. I think that's foolish. I, th- I think Roe will be either uh, Roe will be gone within a year. If Kavanaugh is confirmed, there's there's no doubt in my mind. Roe will be gone within a year, and so will the special counsel. By the way, if if Kavanaugh is confirmed, Kavanaugh. I mean, he. That's not even a hidden. I mean, that that's that's public record. Public record. He made it very clear how he feels about it. He's he. I think he called himself the nail in the coffin. Well, you know, it's funny. I think Chief Justice Roberts wants to be the decision maker now, so we'll see. About, I, I think I think Roberts is probably still with him on abortion, but uh, you know there are a lot of other things that I think he might he might come around on. Well, the ACA vote, we hold out hope that he's you know a rational thinker and he doesn't he that he does care. Supposedly, he was place. jealous of Kennedy's uh, influence on the court. And yeah, which you know Kennedy's another one. You know his son with the loan to Trump. Yeah. I mean, Kennedy, you know, we've always sort of had some hope that he, as a swing vote, was, you know, this sort of rational. And he gave us a couple of them, you know, gay marriage and the like. But yeah. uh, it's it's very, very, very suspicious. This whole thing is suspicious. And I think everybody in this country should be asking everybody running for the House and Senate this year, will you hold the president accountable? And the answer, if they're a Republican, is no, because they're, they haven't. They're an incumbent. Right. For sure, the answer is no. Um, so uh, you got to vote for people who will hold them accountable, and and that's the way I see it. You got to vote for people who will hold these people accountable. And I yeah, I, if I mean again with gerrymandering, gerrymandering, sorry, yeah. um, you know, as much as that's going to be possible anymore. I mean, as much as you know, for Congress, I'm not that optimistic that's going to be possible. Right. And you know, like in Florida, I mean. We've got Rick Scott against Bill Nelson. And Bill Nelson, I saw a poll had him up 10 points. Yeah. I mean, God, you know, if there's a, a, a rational voter in Florida, you know, Scott's been a disaster. A lot of displaced Puerto Ricans who are not too happy with Donald Trump living in Florida right now. All right, Janet, I got 30 seconds left with you. <laughs> Where are you going to be? What do you, uh, you want to plug? Well, I'm going to be on HLN Saturday, as you said. Um you know, to plug, you know, I've got to say, I'm plugging Gwen Graham for governor and Bill Nelson for senator in Florida. And, uh, you know, vote Democrat. Even if you're a Republican, you have to hold these people accountable. I think that there's and, going to be a lot of that going on right now. And, and by the way, I love that Putin's coming here in September, even though I hate that he's coming here in September because it's going to be <laughs> right in everybody's face right before the election. Janet Johnson, you're the best. At Jay Johnson Law on Twitter. Taking your calls. Other side of this break, 631 451 1039. You're listening to The Chris Hahn Show. Keep it where it's at. The Chris Hahn Show. All right. 
I'm back. I'm live. Taking your calls at 631-451-1039 for the rest of the way. 631-451-1039. Rest of the night, talking Trump, talking... I don't know. I don't know if I want to call it treason yet, Mike. I don't know if I want to call it treason yet. I don't know. Need more facts. I, I can't call it treason till I know. But I want to know. I'll be on the Laura Ingram show in about uh, 25 minutes. I'm on literally at 10.03. They got the lights here set up. It's a whole scene, guys. Got my jacket and tie on, something I don't normally do uh, my TV with so that they can set the lighting. <laughs> I'm sorry, not, normally I don't do my radio with. TV, I always no, do jacket yes, and tie. Of radio, I'm a little bit sloppy. It's I got the hat on, yeah. you know. Unless, unless you're going like, doing like live streaming. Yeah. By the way, I got, I got recognized at the, at the, uh, at the diner Which the other one? day. Was that the diner in Comac, the one uh, right by the Expressway? Right? Premier? Uh, Premier, Premier. Yeah, Premier. fantastic diner. Uh, I go there all the time, never get recognized. I'm sitting there. I'm actually sitting there with a, uh, an aide to Chuck Schumer, who's a friend of mine. I'm sitting there talking to him, having okay. lunch. Woman comes up to me and goes, do you know you look like Chris Hahn? And I go, I go, I swear to God, this never happens. First of all, I've never been recognized by a woman in my life. Okay. Okay. Ever. In my, I've been going on Fox News since 2009 or 2010, something like that. I've been on television in some capacity since 1993. And I've never been recognized in public by a woman that didn't know me. Like a woman who knows me says, hey, I saw you on Fox. Yeah. But a woman who didn't know me. A woman comes up to me and goes, you know who you look like? Chris Hahn. I go, that's because I am Chris Hahn. <laughs> 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 I go, hey, hey, that's me. I feel like Steve Martin and the jerk. I am somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? I, like I, like I did that. that whole Steve Martin jerk thing. I like that. I like that. And, and uh, she goes, oh, my God. She goes, I love you on Fox. And, and, and by the way. That is always the way it is. And, I, and, and I, I hear these stories that conservatives that I appear with on Fox are saying, oh, liberals are attacking me when I go out. I go, that's nonsense. First of all, you're on Fox. It's not like you're on, you know, on a non-liberal, ch- like you're on a liberal news. You're on Fox. They like you. And if they're being nice to me, they're going to be really nice to you. And trust me, liberals would not be able to pick a Tommy Lahren out of a lineup. Okay, they don't know who she is especially when she's not made up like Tommy Lahren or, or Michelle Malkin says the same thing. I, I, I don't buy that at all. Okay. I don't buy it at all. Now the Pam Bondi thing that happened, Pam Bondi is the attorney general of the state of Florida. She was harassed at a movie theater a couple weeks ago. That, that shouldn't have happened. And these guys are trying to, you know, go viral with some video or something. But every time I'm ever recognized people, men, women, they're always nice to me. Now the woman recognized me. And after she said that two other people said, Oh, we saw your Fox too. And they came up to me. They go, you look much bigger on TV. I go, I look bigger on TV? <laughs> the camera I, does add I, 10 pounds. I go, yeah, the, well, the camera adds 10 pounds, and, and how big's your screen? Like, you watching me on a 100-inch screen, and I'm going to look bigger. There you you go, watching me on a little big. 45, I'm going to look smaller. But it was very heady. So to the woman who recognized me at the, um, what is it called? The Premier Diner? Premier Diner. Premier Diner in Comac yeah. uh, on, I think it was Monday. Uh, thank you for recognizing me. You made my day. And uh, my friends have been joking with me about it ever since. So it's, uh, it was fantastic. So I, I was recognized. Uh, and, but you could see me tonight on television. You could tell me if I look bigger. Right here from my uh, LI News uh, flagship studio, 
uh, radio studio. I'll be doing it from here. Won't be doing the uh, stupid microphone shot. I don't think we're going to set up the stupid microphone shot. All right. All I'm right. not going to do the Michael Sh- Sh- Smirconish. I'm in my radio studio. Let me put my radio shot on. Same, man. Get that Instagram account up. Yeah, I'm not going to do... Oh, yeah, I, got, I, should, I should take an Instagram picture. I do a little I, selfie. I think I'm Chris... Christopher Hahn NY on Instagram. I, I I looked that up. Someone here. stole your real name. <laughs> Somebody stole my real name. I'm verified on Twitter. I'm Christopher Hahn on Twitter at Christopher Hahn on Twitter. If I verify, little check mark. I don't do enough Instagramming. Uh, I should do more. Maybe I'll Instagram this picture right after uh, right yeah. after the show. But let's go back to treason. Can I get back to? The, I digress. All can right. I get back? All right. Can I get back to treason? And can I can I now play? I'm gonna play the second clip where the president tries to explain away uh, what he said on Monday in Helsinki. Of course, he waits till Wednesday to do it. So you should be suspicious even by that. Uh, play number two for me, Mike. But I made myself very clear by having just reviewed the transcript. Now I have to say, I came back and I said, "What is going on? What's the big deal?" So I got a transcript, I reviewed it. I actually went out and uh, reviewed a clip of uh, an answer that I gave. And I realized that there is a need for some clarification. It should have been obvious. I thought it would be obvious, but I would like to clarify just in case it wasn't. In a key sentence in my remarks, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why it wouldn't be Russia. So just to repeat it, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. And the sentence should have been, and I thought it would be maybe a little bit unclear on the transcript or unclear on the actual video. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be Russia. Sort of a double negative. So you can put that in, and I think that probably clarifies things pretty good by itself. Uh, it doesn't clarify anything for me, Mike. Uh, it makes me think that the president is just lying to me. Uh, it would clarify stuff, if, but if he didn't say everything else he said after right. the wood in yeah. the, the press conference. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, by the way, it wasn't just the fact that he said, uh, I don't understand why he would have. It's the, oh, I think it's a great idea for us to send our ambassadors there and let this guy question them. Or what about the part where, you know, he basically talked about the election while he was at a news conference with another foreign leader, and then he starts talking about Hillary Clinton's 30,000 emails that yeah. he asked Putin to find? Let me ask you a question. About sending over the, uh, you know, all the ambassadors. Is, is maybe it's a, good, it's a, a, a notion of good faith, you know, like it's an open, no. open book or anything like that? You don't, you don't send, he, it's not just the ambassador, it's our intelligence officials. Oh, right. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to send our intelligent officials over there? I'm just asking questions. It, it's just so... All right. Like, why would anybody want to be an ambassador if they thought that when they were no longer an ambassador, like, once the ambassador's in Russia, why wouldn't he just keep them there? Exactly. Put All them right. in the gulag. Yeah. You know, they don't have a court system in Russia like we have here. Like, they have a court system, but it's a kangaroo court. I mean, I guess if you get a speeding ticket to real court, they probably give you real things there. But, you know, but if you're like uh, an enemy of the state, it's uh, you yeah. run up the river as quickly as possible uh, to wherever Putin wants to put you. Exactly. So right. it is a it is a it is a, it is not a real thing. And it is not something that we should have any equivalency to with here in the United States. It's it's insanity. The whole thing is just insane. And the fact that the president's on foreign soil with our greatest adversary talking about Hillary Clinton's emails and the 2016 election just shows a weakness and a thin-skinned nature that is unbearable 
for me at this point. And I am, I mean, I don't, you know, by the way, Jason Chaffetz is sitting in for Laura tonight. I can't wait. Because when Jason Chaffetz was in Congress, you know, if, if Hillary Clinton would have gone to Russia with this kind of thing, he would. He was then at the time chairman of the uh, House Oversight, Government Oversight Committee. He would have had a hearing every day about this. So you mean to tell me that Jason Chaffetz is okay with this? Like, you don't think there should be a hearing? I, I mean, him and I are fellow place kickers. We're supposed to be the rational ones on the team. We think things through. Jason Chaffetz, I think he was place kicker for Brigham Young University. Oh, that's a good school. I was the place kicker for the University of Albany. You would think that he'd have some common sense. Anyway, 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039 if you want to be part of the national conversation. i got about 10 more minutes left with you. Uh, don't forget, at Christopher Hahn on Twitter. Watch me tonight on the Ingram Angle at 10 o'clock right on Fox News, right after this show, right after you turn, turn this off, turn me on there. And uh, you can watch me Saturday night uh, with uh, my regular slot with Justice Janine, Justice with Judge Janine Pirro, Saturday night, 9.30 p.m. Uh, is when that's on. Uh, it's, it starts at 9. I come on like around 9.30. You, know, you can watch the whole thing if you want, but if you, you just tune in for me, 9.30. Around 9.30. Around 9, 9.25. Oh, put it on. Right, yeah, because right, right. sometimes right. they take me early. There you go. It's a regular spot. I'm on it all the time. You guys know it. I usually tweet it out there. They usually do a pretty good job of, of uh, putting the segments out uh, over there, and I always tweet it out. At Christopher Hahn on Twitter. And I think I'm Christopher Hahn NY on Instagram. I'm not 100% sure, but that's, that's where I am right now. I'll find you. I'll and I'm Sihan71 on HQ. There you go. You got you to gotta use free my, use my, re, my uh, referral code so I get Mikey some free lives. Bits. Mikey underscore bits. <laughs> <laughs> I have two extra lives waiting for me right now. I did me these five well. days in a row. I'm saving for Sunday night. Anyway, 631-451-1039 is the number. But I, I listened to that clip. And I think to myself, like, who believes that? Like, I know there are people out there saying that they believe that, but do they really believe that? I misspoke. I should have said, I guess it was a double negative. That's a bad Trump impersonation. It was a double negative. It was the greatest double negative in the world. It was so big. By the way, he's repainting Air Force One. Did we not know? Did I not say this four years ago when he first started running? He's going to repaint Air Force One. He's going to redecorate the White House. going to paint it gold. Did I not call this America? Like in, in, in 2015, when he first started running, I said, the guy's going to get elected president. He's, the first thing he's going to do is paint the plane. He's painting the plane red, white, and blue. That's cool, though. I like Come that. on, look at how classy Air Force One is. <laughs> It's going to be some gaudy stars. It's going to look like, it's going to look like American America. Airlines. America. It's amazing. It's a Team America World Police, baby. Exactly. Freedom isn't free. Cost a buck oh five. This president's spending your buck oh five. Every single dime of it, America. We're having a big military parade. It's going to cost like twice the Mueller investigation for one day parade. Guys, where is Congress. I, I, I can't think that members of Congress believe him in his double negative excuse. I can't believe that. I'm going to ask Jason Chaffetz in about 15 minutes, because I know that if he was still chair of the House Oversight Committee, he wouldn't have believed that if it was President Clinton saying it. But it's President Trump. So is he, is he like, yes, sir? <laughs> Roll over. Let me pet your belly, Jason. 
He's probably listening right now in New York because I'm mic'd up, ready to go on Fox News. So <laughs> I hope you're listening. <laughs> I mean, it is just the biggest nonsense thing in the world. Nobody could possibly believe this. Nobody on planet Earth reasonably believes this. And then the fact that he invited Putin today, today, he invites Vladimir Putin to the White House in September. By the way, whatever he gives you, Mr. President, put in a glass box and burn because it's got microphones in it. Okay. That soccer ball that your son's playing with right now, it's definitely bugged. It's definitely bugged. No way they didn't bug it. He invites him today as if to say, forget what I said on Wednesday and remember what I said on Monday. Because that's what's going on here, America. The president, this is his MO. He starts with a backtrack. Remember, remember the Access Hollywood tape? He apologized, backtracked a little bit. Then he's like, no, it was locker room talk. I didn't mean it. Locker room talk, locker room talk, locker room talk. No, come on. I didn't say what I said when I said I said it said I didn't say it. Remember Charlottesville? He had some crazy statement. There were people on both sides, good people on both sides. Everybody got mad. He backtracked a little bit. And then by the end of the week, it was, they were good people on both sides. Yeah, they're good people on both sides. And here he is with Russia. I don't know why he would do it. No, I meant he wouldn't do it. It was a double negative. Now I'm inviting Putin to the White House because I believe Putin over Dan Coates. That's why Coates found out about Putin's visit from uh, a reporter who was interviewing him at the Aspen's Ideas Festival and not by being part of the decision to bring Putin here, which the DNI, you would reasonably think, would be part of that decision-making process. In a real White House where people really follow protocol. But we don't have that in America. We have, we're living in this surreal world where nothing is real anymore. Where the president of the United States, you know, changes his story every five minutes and we are not really sure where his loyalties are right now. I don't believe that he is fully loyal to this country. Now, the one person I know he's loyal to is, is himself. So there's something in it for him. I don't remember the day that he got the nomination. He was also in the process of announcing that he was going to build the largest building in Russia. Trump Russia. Maybe Congress wants to look into that. Maybe Congress wants to look into what's going on here, America. Maybe there should be a hearing or two. Maybe Donald Trump should be held accountable. Maybe our system of checks and balances should be worth more than your seat in Congress. I mean, I'm sorry, Republican members of Congress, if you think calling the president out on this is going to make you lose your election. But if the president really is under the influence of the Russian Federation, don't you think it's your job to question 
his allegiance to this country and to investigate whether or not that's the case. And by the way, it's hard to look at what happened this week and not think that there's some influence going on here. So, okay, have the hearing. And if you lose your election because of it, well, at least you stood for something other than getting reelected every two years. I mean, is that your job? Is your job just to get reelected every two years? Is that why you're there? Are you there just to exist as a member of the House of Representatives? Are you there for the funny pins they give you? Good parking on Capitol Hill? The House gym? What are you there for? Ambition must counteract ambition. Members of Congress have a duty to the people who they represent to be a check on the power of the president. And if there is an appearance that the president of the United States is under the influence of a foreign power, you have the responsibility, you have the duty to investigate that right now. Not in November, not after the election, not next year, now. This is a hill you should be willing to die on. If you lose your seat in Congress because you challenged this man, so be it. But if he's under the influence of a foreign power, you should be diving into it right now. And let me tell you something. You think about who you're going to vote for in November. You question them. You question whether or not they're going to hold this man accountable. And if they're an incumbent and they haven't tried to hold him accountable now, you vote them out. There is no excuse. There is no reason to delay this. At all. If this was Hillary Clinton, these Republicans would be going nuts. And by the way, they'd be right to be going nuts. They'd be right to be investigating this. They investigated her over far less. Her emails, Benghazi, give me a break. This is potential treason, America. It's potential treason. And it's got to be looked into. Ask your member of congressman. Ask your members of Congress now. All right. That was a lot. I want to thank you all for listening, and I want to remind you all to seek the truth. Question everyone and question everything, even me. Seek the truth, America. I know it's out there, and I know you'll find it. And I'll be back here again next week to tell you the truth as I see it. I'm Chris Hahn. Thanks for listening, America. Wish our weekdays away, spend our weekends in bed. We drink ourselves stupid, we work ourselves dead. Chris Hahn Show podcast is recorded live at 103.9 FM in New York at Long Island News Radio. This podcast was sent to Face Off Unlimited headquarters in Astoria, Queens, and was edited by Joe Tex. Executive producers are Joe Tex, Jay Painter, and Eric Robinson. FOU Studios is a property of Face Off Unlimited, LLC. I'm Peter Hargarden, the senior producer of podcasts here, and on behalf of everyone who worked on the show, we'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Subscribe to catch all of our other podcasts here on the FOU Studios Podcast Network. To learn more about Chris and to find out about his upcoming television appearances, follow him on Twitter at Christopher Hahn and at ChristopherHahn.com. To learn more about FOU, connect with us via social media at FOU Studios and visit us at FOUStudios.com.